What's going on, everybody? It's Jack and Lockie from the Hardwood Rundown podcast. This is episode seven of The Return. We're previewing every single team going into the 21 to 22 NBA season. Today, we have two very exciting teams, or at least one very exciting team. We have the Golden State Warriors and the Indiana Pacers. Which one do you want to go first? Sorry, I'm just admiring how good your intros have gone. <laughs> Holy. Catching me, me by surprise. Um, I reckon we, maybe you start with the Pacers. Yeah, go Pacers. You go first. All right. Um, hey, guys. I'm Jack. Um, you guys Hi. probably know me. Um, yeah, so obviously a very injury-ridden season for the Pacers. Couldn't really get any consistency going. Um, after the All-Star break, they struggled to win games. Um so yeah, thirty-four wins, ninth in the West, in the East. Sorry, L- eventually lost a play-in game to the Wizards um, with an absolute blowout, like a blowout. Um, like I said, very up and down year, and they couldn't really, they struggled to get gain any sort of consistency. Not a bad team by any means, like they are a really good team. Um, but yeah, just injuries just ruined it. Miles Turner missed twenty game, twenty-five games. Brogdon fifteen games. Sabonis so out for 10 games. Oladipo played nine, obviously, before he got traded. Lavert played 35 after the kidney issue. Um, TJ Warren only played four games. I, mm. I don't even know what he was injured with. That's how little I don't watch Indiana. Basketball. Yeah. Um, the rise of Doug McDermott. Man, was he going crazy. Multiple 20-point games um, to close out the year. Um just a really like perfect fit for that injured team. Sabonis playing the five, McDermott to the four. You had O'Shea Brissett, who just like came out of nowhere and just like dominated the last 10, 15 games of this of this season. Um, really good from him. Um, obviously they signed Tory Craig, who is a bona fide winner, a champion. Mm-hmm. He was a regardless a champion this year. Um, but yeah, champion, a bona fide winner. A very quiet offseason, but they drafted Chris Duarte, a fantastic, a fantastic, fantastic. Uh, a great, a great college player for Oregon. Um, really great defensively, offensive upside. Um, kind of like the perfect, the perfect player that they, the Pacers really need. Um, here are my predictions for the season. Dun, dun. I've got them winning thirty six or more, um, which is like low. It's like low. T- it's a yeah. low target, but yeah. uh, like it's just based off health for me. Because yeah, obviously, yeah. like yeah. we didn't see a whole season of the pace, like the paces, um, and I think the next year all depends on health. Um, you could honestly, let's say, like forty games. Like they're yeah. hard to predict because they're very injury ridden. Mm. Um, rising star Karis Levert. I'm pretty sure that is like the general consensus. Yeah. Um, most improved. It is time for the rise of Miles Turner. I think he needs to have a great year. He's somewhat an inefficient scorer at times, um, but he really needs to bring up his efficiency and really just affect the games game in multiple ways. I'm not saying he's been average to this point, averaging like no. what two and a half blocks a game. Like great rim protector, great defender, um, but on terms of in terms of the other side of the ball, being able to produce quality points, um, that's something I really want to see from him. Team MVP, DeMontis Sabonis, without question. Um, just he's like um, 
he's just like can do everything so well. Mm. Um, defensively, he's not terrible, but he's not great. He's a very mm. average defender, but on offense, he's a bit like Nikola Jokic. Um, yeah. yeah, kind of the same, kind of the very same play style. Um, but Jokic really focuses on getting his teammates involved, and Demantas Sabonis is a fantastic post player. Great footwork, just like his dad. Um, can stretch the floor. Um, inconsistent from three. Um, something he needs to work on. But definitely um, not a terrible year by him at all. And I'm sure he'll back it up this year as well. Um, he's like the perfect sports bet player. It just racks it up. He just he just racks up rebounds, assists, points. Yeah. He's been very good for me. Um, impact player, Chris Duarte. Coming in straight out of the straight out of college, play defense and score the ball, play make for others. That's literally what his bread and butter is. I think he'll come in and be a really good impact player for them, working on both ends, helping the the rest of the team kind of step back and not have as much pressure. Not that not that Indiana has is a pressure like is a pressured team. Uh, um, they're pretty, but in situ. In situations, in situations where there is pressure, bring on Chris Duarte, take a bit of the pressure off. Mm. Sneaky star, like I mentioned before, the meteoric rise of O'Shea Brissett. My God, that he can just—I don't know—I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> he was the guy I always used to draft in two K when I was doing my leagues. Um, interesting point. But yeah, he's gonna come in again and just just shut all the haters up. Not that anyone really knew who he was, but mm. um, yeah, really, really good year from him. End of the year, and I'm expecting um, something somewhat of the same. Um, and playoff contention, I've said maybe if they're healthy, I think. Well, like they're a playoff team, they are a playoff yeah. team. But my whole thing is just that last season was the most injury ridden team I've seen in a while. Mm. Um, well, and the and the Lakers, but I just think it's time for the Pacers um, to you know really make that playoff push. But it's all based on health, so that's my only knock. Yeah, yeah, that's like a theme with with the Pacers this year, or like last year and coming into this year, like whether they can actually be healthy. It rides on like a lot of things. Sure. Um, <clears throat> for me. I got them plus eight wins. I see them getting to 42 and this is obviously them being healthy. Um, so yeah, I have to factor that in. I see him in that seventh to eighth seed with the Hornets. Cause you got heat and the Celtics who will probably snag that fifth to sixth. Also, also the Knicks who'll probably get around there. So they, they probably fit in seven to eighth seed, um, which is fine. And I, I see them being that surprise team in the playoffs that beats um, a team like the Heat, a team like the Celtics, a team like the Knicks, um, and who stages a bit of an upset. Um, sneaky star. It's nah, I got I got Karis Levert because he still hasn't he hasn't like gotten to the point where he's like an all star. Um, neither is like Malcolm Brogdon, uh, but I just see him as being like another guy who can just. Drop twenty a game. A really a pretty good defender, um, really skilled, can pass the ball, um, can make big plays down the stretch. I see him as like the the sneaky star um, next to Brogdon and Sabonis. Impact player. I've got TJ McConnell. I love his game. Yeah, he like his 
attention defensively. He puts so much heart and effort in. I watch a couple of like his marked up moments. He's a really like vocal, like he's, he kind of gets everyone um, like the morale. He keeps morale up and he's a really good passer. Uh, he's, he's everything, everything you can ask for, for a backup point guard. Um, he has, he does reach his ceiling at times. Like he's not really a scorer, but they don't exactly need scorer, another scorer because they have a variety of, of scorers on this team. Um, Another impact player, I've got Jeremy Lamb. Kind of people have kind of forgotten about him. Um, he's like when he signed him a couple of years ago, I was so excited, but he hasn't exactly hit that next point like I wanted him to. Um, but he's still like a really like a solid scorer, like a really all-round um, decent shooting guard. So I looked in to have a really good impact off the bench. Um, team MVP, I got Brogdon. But Sabonis is you can yeah just like with um, like Lamelo and Rozier you can't really go wrong with with either one of them. I yeah. think Brogdon because um, he is like the the floor general in in the sense that like it kind of runs through him and he can he's make he makes all the calls he makes most of the calls out there. Yeah. Um, he's a very he was, he's way better than we ever thought he was going to be. Bucks should have never sure. given him away, but it didn't really matter. They got the chip. Um, but I, I love Malcolm Brogdon. Rising star, uh, I say like Miles Turner, kind of like you, just being like a most improved. Um, getting to that next stage this year because he can shoot the ball. He can he, he's, he's an all right finisher inside, a really good defender. I think this can be the year where he actually gets defensive player of the year. Yeah, um, he actually makes that point. He he had and yeah, he had like forty-seven games played last year, but he was averaging like three and a half blocks. Like it's crazy, man. He, he has that. like a nine-block game, something. Yeah, fucking like you very rarely see. Yeah, um, and yeah, so with paces, like they got a variety of like really skilled scorers: T.J. Warren, Jamie Lamb, uh, Brogdon, Lavert, Sabonis, Chris Duarte. Like they have like a bunch of just guys who are really solid in all different areas. Mm. One of the best like duo of combo guards in the league, and that's Brogdon and Levert. Yeah, I think they're very underrated. Like an um, underrated backcourt. Yeah. Uh, I wonder where, I, I don't know where they'd be placed in terms of other backcourts, but they deserve their respect, I think. Mm. Um, a top three defensive center, Miles Turner. For sure. Um, and yeah, they, their issue is injuries. Like Jamie Lamb and Warren were injured for most of last year. Mm. We talked about that. Like Sabonis and Brogdon played around 60 games. Miles Turner played 47 games. Like Warren played four. Like that's that's gonna be their um determining factor. Can they stay healthy? Um if they are healthy, I see them 42, even to 45. Like I really believe in this Pacers team. Um I'm really excited to watch them. Really, like a, a bunch of skilled guys. Not much, not big egos. Maybe TJ Warren, but he needs that as a scorer. I, I, I love his attitude. Um, yeah, I'm heaps, I'm heaps excited for the Pacers. Yeah, yeah we got all um, definitely. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I don't know how many times I have to say it. Just the injuries mm. really threw off their season last year. They were easily, they were easily like a six seed, seven seed 
yeah all based but it's all based off health the nba the amount of injuries the nba had as a whole last year was mental mm. um but now we have the big dogs three-time champs the warriors um who are getting back one of the top two shooters of all time um the splash brothers are back um and they've added some really good pieces, um, obviously, through the draft. Um, James Wiseman's back from a season-ending injury. Um, 39 wins and lost in the plane to the Grizzlies, which I think, wow, I, I still can't believe they lost to the Grizzlies. Um, it just shows the toughness that Memphis have and the grit. They've still got that grit and grind culture in Memphis. Um, yeah. and it's really good to see from those Mark Gasol, Zach Randolph, Mike Conley, Tony Allen days. Um, where they were making deep playoff runs and showing the league why not to mess with them, reminding me of like an 04 Pistons, mm. um, which is a long shot. MVP year for Steph. Um, honestly, if they made the playoffs, not made the playoffs, if they were like a six or five seed, Steph was MVP. Um, yeah. That was really only, the wins were only the real knock on Steph's case. Um, but dropping 30, 30 something a game and oh, just shooting lights out, man's crazy. Um, really showing why he's the best shooter of all time. Draymond actually had his career high in assists last year, nine assists. Wow, a, nine assists. A gr- a very underrated, like, mm. he's a three-time champ, but still many people don't give him the credit. A great year from Draymond. Mm. Didn't shoot the ball well, didn't score much, but that's not really his role. Mm. He could, They could have done with that help, um, but he's just not that type of player. Um but yeah, career high in assists. He was having like 20 assist games just off yeah. Steph. Yeah, basically um, Steph, yeah. Ubre struggled to fit in the system, which was, you know, kind of the demos of his season. Um, I'm I'm still not sure about the Andrew Wiggins fit, um, but I think once they get Clay back and there's more of like a fit system around him, I think it'll work out for the better. Um, and he's one of my award takers, actually. Um, so I've got 48 plus on the win total. They could easily they could win fifty games, like easily win fifty games. Hmm. Um, rising star have gone Jonathan Kaminga, great, fantastic forward um, for the G League in Ignite. The he skipped the college route, decided to get the bag in the G League. Um, a really good forward, lots of upside, defensive potential. He can create his own shot and create shots for others. Hmm. I think he's going to fit really well. He'll probably come off the bench, or you could kind of play Draymond like a really small ball five and have Kaminga like he's. Kaminga's a very dynamic player, um, and as is Draymond, so can kind of work. Um, most improved, I've gone Jimmy, Jimmy Wiseman, um, James Wiseman. I think I think he'll come back, and not like uh, it's kind of weird because he was the he was like a really good player coming out of college, and then kind of went to the Warriors, where like the spotlight wasn't on him. The whole offense isn't tailored around post play and like. Um, kind of the way that James Wiseman played in college. Um, so his fit wise has been a bit difficult. You obviously saw at the start of the season averaging like 12 and six, which isn't like terrible, but he could average more if he was in a system that prioritized like post offense and slowing the ball down. And whereas yeah. the Warriors are very fast paced, um, very prominent on three point shooting, which James Wiseman can shoot the three, but he's not an elite three point shooter. Um, but like I think he can, I think he can tailor his game to the way the Warriors play. I think he'll be the most improved player for that t- that team coming back off an injury and um, a lot of adversity. 
Um, team MVP, I've gone Steph without question. Easy. Um, Clay's back. I couldn't really. Uh, I think he would be my impact player. I had Draymond, um, but obviously he impacted the game last year. But like Clay, sorry, Draymond's always going to be that impact player, like always. Yeah, um, but I think cool. Clay coming back takes the stress off those other, like Steph and Draymond. Um, I think Clay's a very reliable option, um, <laughs> obviously. Um, but yeah, I think he'll just come back and he'll be better than ever. He's had basically two years off just to rehab and then he's had months and months to work on his game. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to come back really good. I love Clay Thompson. I used to not like him when we were versing them every year in the playoff, in the finals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of, I, like I honestly love him. I love the way he plays. He's a three-point shooter. He's a fantastic defender. Um, and I just think he's going to make the team so much better. Everyone, everyone is waiting for the Warriors to make another finals run. Um, honestly, if I was to, if it was, if it came down, if it came down to the Lakers and the Warriors in like the Western Conference Finals, I think the Warriors would take the Lakers to seven. But I think, I think the War, I think the Lakers have too much, um, too much star power. Obviously, who's going to guard AD? Draymond, Draymond could, but he's a bit undersized. Um, yep. That would be my dream conference finals matchup. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, yeah, so sneaky star got Andrew Wiggins. I think um, less pressure around him because there's obviously more focus on everyone else. Mm-hmm. He can just kind of do, do what he does and just score the ball. People call it like... I've heard some people call him a bust. Um but like, how can you be a bust when you've averaged consistently twenty points a game for your entire four years, five years, six? Yeah, I don't even know how not, many years. He's not a bust. He's just underperformed, I guess. He's well for the amount of hype. The yeah, for the amount of hype and the standard set, he's yeah. underperformed. I think yeah. that's the perfect that's the perfect wording because like, hell, Anthony Bennett was a bust because one, no expectations; two, terrible stats. Hmm. Wiggins, high expectations, 20 points a game, not what he was set out to be. 20 points a game is still really good. Yeah. Shout, out to, shout out to Eddie. Andrew Wiggins is his favorite player. I still don't know why. <laughs> um, will the Warriors contend for the playoffs? They will contend for the chip. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. There is too much finals experience in this team. Um, you've still got Kevon Looney. Um, mm. who honestly looks like he's 50, but he's really like 25, which is crazy. But how many wins did you say? I, I said 48 or more. Yeah. I think it's going to be hard to start the season and get back to what they're doing. Mm. Um, but once like the, the end of the season comes, they'll be on their roll. Yeah. Um, and they, yeah, they will definitely contend for the chip. I don't think they'll win the chip this year. Um, no. But they'll definitely contend. They'll make the Western Conference Finals, I hope. Mm. Um. But yeah, that is my that is my prediction for the Warriors. I'm really excited. We've we're into the part of the return series now where we're kind of getting to all the exciting teams and the teams that are going to contend and um very exciting. Um Lockie, yeah. let's hear your Warriors stuff. Right. I got 47 wins. I say they they jump by 8. Um I can see him pushing 50 wins if Clay is <laughs> He doesn't even need to get back to like a 20-point game type of thing. Like if he averages 15, 16, like I think they could be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Just him being out there is enough of a threat because defensively he's really solid. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I see him definitely pushing like 50 wins. Um, I say 47 for now just because 
we haven't seen them out there. They'll, they'll, like you said, they'll probably take the entire year to kind of gel and get used to yeah, things. For sure. It's a big change. Sneaky mm-hmm. star. I've got Jordan Poole. I know there's like a bit of a, it's hard to know with minutes, but just his production in 19 minutes last year, he had 12 points a game. Like he was pretty productive in his time. Um, I think like a really well, like pretty decent all round guy. And I, I like how, I believe they will develop him more. Him and Damian Lee, I feel like they will keep around to keep them de- keep developing them. Um, so I do believe in that. And I, I, I will say Wiggins as well. Um, but he already is that kind of star. He can basically like he's 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 a pretty decent scorer. Like he's not mm. yeah, he's not a bust, but he's um uh, it's hard to know how you'll fit with Clay back, but he's yeah. still that option. He's like an upgraded Harrison Barnes of another guy in your life. Yeah, can definitely. Score and yeah. have his impact. So Underrated defender yeah. as well. Yeah, he's solid as hell. He's, he's like got some length on him. He's athletic. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Impact player. Um, Draymond, probably, probably be the guy for me. Um, people talk down on him because of his not being able to score and whatnot and um what what can he do without curry type of thing but the energy that he 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 brings a maturity to the team yeah that i really like and he's he expects a lot of everyone around him he's a very smart player but a very smart person as well Um, yeah really high iq good bloke trash talker genius (laughs) genius genius yeah billionaire um, and Iggy as well. Bringing Iggy back is huge. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Shit. They're really running it like 2016. Yeah. Uh, wow. Team MVP Curry. We know. Rising star Moses Moody. Maybe. I don't know. Moses I Moody. Know where he fits. Or the cum bucket, Jonathan Kaminga. The cum bucket. <laughs> um, it's it's weird how they're gonna fit those three guys. You already have Kevon Looney, and you already have. Um, uh, James Wiseman, mm. um, but they can they can make. I feel like they can make it work. Neither of them have um, big egos, and they're like M- Moses Moody, Kaminga, and um, and Wiseman are all young guys who are, I think are keen to develop, and they're happy. I feel like they're happy to be in a system where you've got a winning culture already kind of ingrained. Um, it really couldn't have worked out better for like. The two rookies, because like you get drafted in a good spot, yeah. Um, you get drafted straight to a finals contender. You get drafted into a great city, um, mm. with great teammates around you who know how to win. And I think, oh my god, I think it's just gonna be like fantastic for their growth. If Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody ever went somewhere else, I think they'll definitely carry some of that culture with them. And um, yeah, yeah, I think I just think it's like the perfect perfect landing spot for any rookie. Yeah. And yeah, and you've already like, and you can interchange those guys with um, when fouls come into play, when um, injuries come into play. Um, yeah, they just got some really dynamic big men that can circulate through their to their rotation. Um, I see. Yeah, so big improvement. Um, I say fifty wins if Clay is, he- Clay is healthy. They got really great role players. Curry finally has he has more help this season. Mm. Um, which is huge. He's bringing Iggy back. Great. 
Um, Otto Porter and Bielitsa as shooters is so good. Um, Bielitsa is like a really solid passer as well. I wonder where he fits in the rotation, but just having those two, Otto Porter and Bielitsa is like so good. Um, I feel like getting them running around screens and in pick and roll action, like they're going to have a really big impact. Um, yeah, that's there for a big year. I, I think Wiggins might not have to be traded. I feel like he can work in this offense as the mm. third option if Clay is doing his thing, averaging like 18, like something sure, yeah. solid and efficient numbers. I feel like he can average efficient numbers um, with Clay back. Um, Definitely. Super excited for the Warriors. Um, I want to see, like you said, like Lakers, that'd be, that'd be an amazing um, matchup. That'd be what everyone's kind of wanting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're a year away from really contending. They can, they can contend this year, don't get me yeah. wrong, but they're, a, they're yeah. a year away from being a serious contender, I think. 100%. Yeah, I'm um, excited. Yeah, any final thoughts? Just what you just said, basically? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for both these teams here. I was excited yeah. to film this because I'm like, I'm, I have a lot of faith in the Pacers. Yeah, uh, I want them sure. to really prove to everyone that they're not just this whatever team yeah. um, in the East and Warriors. Uh, we have we have the chance we have an op- we have a chance to look at the some, two of the best like shooters of all time. You know, like two of the top five yeah, shooters of all crazy. time. Yeah, and it's just incredible that we're witnessing it and they have really solid role players around them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm keen. Yeah. And we're, we're yeah like. Any like final thoughts from me is like the past four teams we've done are really exciting, and Warriors are probably the team that I would like. Obviously, I said the Hornets are like the must-watch team, but Warriors are back. They're back with a vengeance. They're back to contend. Steph mm-hmm. coming off like better a better year than his MVP year, if you ask me. Yeah, um, much more adversity, much more pressure because you're like the only guy on that team that's really like scoring the rock don't no discredit to like Andrew Wiggins but mm-hmm. like on it honestly like Steph's the guy that basically brought you to where you were um and just to miss out um pretty sad but still Warriors are coming back with a vengeance Pacers are coming back with a vengeance after a very injury-ridden season I think they are they're going to come back and be really good um but it's also based off health like we've said yeah and um, Steph he um just like one last thing he he's one of those stars that i feel like he can keep up his production if he has that same team every single year he could put up those performances like crazy you know but i feel like that takes a toll on a player and for him to have one a year like that and then he's going to really appreciate his team this year it's going to be less pressure he still has pressure on him but less pressure i guess for him to take all the shots and to do everything because Clay's back, basically. Yeah, he's gonna be more efficient. I feel like he's gonna be more grounded. Um, yeah, so it's all setting up for the Warriors, for sure. Um, great episode again. We got fantastic content coming your way. We've got about eight episodes left of the return, and then we will start all our uh, our other stuff. We are still in lockdown for a long time. No Dang. chance of um, doing, you know, face to face. But look, we're, we're, I'm not too mad about this kind of setup we got going. Um, this is cool. But yeah, 
You've just watched episode seven? Yeah. Nice. Bang, bang. Episode seven of The Return. Uh, we're covering some really good teams now. We're at the nitty-gritty stage of this whole whole series we're doing. So stick around. Keep watching the content. Let us know your thoughts. Um, watch us on Apple. Uh, listen to us on Apple Music and Spotify. Two great platforms um, if you just want to, like, listen to it while you're driving. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're really loving it, man. Say every episode, but we're loving this shit. Yeah. Um, keep going with the support. It's awesome. Awesome to see. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Peace. Peace. Let's go.